This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Damien Glicker, and in this week's episode, well, it looked like they're in the middle of a kill box, and it looks like a whole bunch of skeletons are about to attack them, but I have a feeling they're going to be okay. So a couple things I want to talk about. First of all, we did this episode completely wrong. That's right, 100% completely wrong. Now, I think I've actually said this before, but Gomez is in insect form, which is, as I found out, a battle form. So, if you're in battle form, if you read the rules, a battle form says, quote, unless otherwise noted, the battle form prevents you from casting spells, speaking, and using most manipulate actions that require hands. If there's any doubt about whether you can use an action, the GM decides. Your gear is absorbed into you, the constant abilities of your gear still function, and you can't activate any items. So, that means that him, as an insect, he can't talk, and he can't cast spells. So we messed that up a little bit. And the reason that was messed up is because last year, if you remember at PaizoCon, we did this with Eric Mona, and Eric Mona turned into an insect, and then he cast spells as an insect. And I thought, well, if Eric Mona does it, then that must be correct, because, you know, he's like Mr. Paizo. But we were wrong, so sorry about that. Anyhow, for those of you who know, battle forms are really good for getting around and spying, but they're really bad for combat unless you're, like, turning into a dinosaur or something. And if you're a spellcaster, battle forms are really, really bad because, well, you can't cast spells or manipulate or, well, do anything, really. And a battle form is basically polymorph. You know, basically, if you change into something, that's, you know, considered a battle form. So we did that wrong. But to be honest, it doesn't really matter because this week's combat is one of those weeks where it looks really, really deadly. I'm not spoiling anything, but, but this is one of those really cool weeks where you're a PC and you get all these new abilities and you get to try them out for the first time and you realize, oh my God, these things are really cool. It's like, you know, the Spider-Man scene where you wake up and suddenly you're Spider-Man and you're like punching through walls and you're like, oh my God, where did that? come from and this is exactly like that because they really haven't had combat in two levels if you think about it so they went from level five to level seven and they also changed around some of their abilities and how they're attacking and all these other things so they are just destroying everything and they're having a fun time doing it so you can actually hear it in this week's episode of they're like, woohoo, this is great. And look at this and watch this. Hey, who knew I can do that? It's um, it's a lot of fun. I always like when this happens as a PC. So one thing I want to note about this catacombs, the catacombs are big, like really big, like really, 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 really big. The actual dungeon itself is 41 pages. That is enormous. Most of these dungeons within these adventure paths are maybe like 15, maybe 20 pages. This is a big, big dungeon. 
the majority of the adventure path is these catacombs. So they're going to be down here for quite a while. What I do recommend is you go to the Discord channel because I'm going to put up a map of the catacombs so that way you can kind of follow around. Now to break it up into different chapters, think of it this way. There's sort of three main areas of the catacombs. There's the church itself, which is like the Church of Aroden, and they're going to have to kind of figure out and manipulate their way through that. There's the catacombs, which is like the underground and sort of the nastiness and like creatures and critters that have sort of infiltrated into the catacombs. And then there's the cult themselves. So they have to get through two layers before they even get to the cult. Now, I'm not really spoiling it. I'm just giving you an idea of what to expect because they're going to be down here for quite a while. Now, I think it's going to go pretty quick because, you know, these guys do run their games pretty fast, but I just give you an idea of, wow, why aren't they going up to the skin saw and killing them right away? Because this place is big. But the one thing I do like about a place this big is there's a lot of stories. There's a lot going on. There's going to be stories and sub-stories and plots and subplots. And this is an old-fashioned dungeon where it's not just, okay, go in, kill the bad guys, and leave. It's go in, find all these cool side quests, then do some of the side quests while you're doing the main quest and discover the whole history of this dungeon and what's been going on here, which is really neat because it's telling a story through the quests. So sit back, relax, enjoy the very large, very cool, very awesome catacombs, and are going to be in here for quite a while. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. Okay, everyone, so big update on RPG Superstar and Battles of Beast Fairy, so listen carefully. So I've been talking to a whole bunch of my friends, and a lot of people seem to want to have a special edition of this book. So it seems like the easiest way to take care of this, believe it or not, is Kickstarter. Now, there's a reason why so many people do Kickstarter is because it's actually a lot easier to do the distribution of a book through Kickstarter, because otherwise I have to get it into a whole bunch of different stores and you have to get it to Amazon and you have to, it, there's a lot you have to do. But with Kickstarter, it will be much, much easier for me to get everyone's orders and for me to get it out. And the beautiful thing is, it doesn't really change anything for you, except it gives you way more options. That's right. Now, instead of you having to worry about where to get a special copy or where to get the download for the PDF and blah, 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 you can just go to Kickstarter and order it. And the beautiful thing is it doesn't really change the timing for when it's going to be released because it's already been printed. And best of all, I'm going to add more stuff. That's right, I'm adding more things because it's a Kickstarter. So I'm insane. Every guy, Mark Seifter and Patrick Randy from Paizo, they're both on board. They're going to be creating new stuff just for the Kickstarter. I have some cool new prizes. I have the special edition being printed as well right now. It's got this amazing, beautiful, ridiculously nice cover. I'm going to put a bookmark in it. I'm trying to do some other cool things for the special edition. So yeah, there's going to be a special edition now, and I... I really like the special edition cover. I think it is amazing. I actually took out every single word I could. So it's just a cover. It's basically the title, the word Pathfinder compatible, because you need to put that on by legal reasons. And that's it. That's kind of it. It's just, just that's it. It's all illustration, as much illustration as I can get on the cover and the back cover. So it is amazing looking. 
and that will be exclusive to Kickstarter itself. And there is going to be something else. We're going to be adding probably a new book. I can't believe I'm doing it already because I got bored already. I'm already bored because I'm like not doing anything because the book is done. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do another book. So I'm going to do a real quick, tiny book with Mark Seifer. And when you see this book, you will lose your mind because Mark is very, very good to work with because Mark works at Paizo. So he knows what people want. He's like, you know what people really like? And you know what was a really big seller? This is what worked. So let's do that because Paizo's not doing it. So you do it instead, Steve. So you are going to get something. I'm not going to spoil it just yet. But that's right. There's so many things. There's the super secret section, which actually I'm going to spoil very soon. I'm going to do some interviews. I'm going to probably be on a whole bunch of different podcasts with Mike in the near future. We're going to have some blogs on Paizo that's written by the guys. We're going to have pictures. So there's going to be a lot leading up to this. As for the timing for the Kickstarter, it's a little tricky because from what I know, everyone says don't do a Kickstarter in July or August. Those seem to be bad months. But, well, guess what? We're in the middle of July, so I don't want to wait until the middle of September because the beginning of September is the holidays, and then the middle of September is Gen Con, and I probably don't want to do it right around Gen Con. That seems like kind of a bad time to do it. I don't know. I'm trying to do it very soon. It doesn't really affect when the books will get to you because the books are coming from China, and it looks like the books are coming towards the end of September, beginning of October. So you will get it no matter when I really start the Kickstarter. It's all going to come more or less at the exact same time. The only thing that changes is the way in which you order it and the amount of cool stuff that you get and the fact that because it's a Kickstarter, I'm going to add a lot more to it. So anyhow, I'm in the process of setting that up. If anyone who's ever done any Kickstarters out there or has any experience, you know, please get in touch with me. I'd just be curious what you think about the best time to start it. I was thinking at the end of August, and that way it leads into September and towards the end of September, and it's over Gen Con, which always is helpful. But, you know, I don't know if that's a bad time, because usually the end of August, everyone's away. I know that's always a very quiet time. I don't know if it's a good idea to start a Kickstarter right in the middle of the end of August. But who the heck knows? You guys out there, you know, anyone out there with some experience, let me know. But that is the latest and greatest. And also, I am scheduling lots of interviews on lots of podcasts, which is ironic because I do have my own podcast. But I'm going to be on other podcasts so you can actually listen to us. And it's not just going to be me. It's going to be me and Mark and Patrick who are going to go around and talk about the amazing book and all the cool stuff they were adding to it. And then the new stuff we're going to be adding for the Kickstarter alone, which is going to blow your mind. You thought your mind was blown before. You thought the book was going to be amazing. I promise you, when you see the new stuff, your mind is going to be double blown because... I'll put it this way. Mark said to me, you know what was the most popular thing that was ever done in the history of Pathfinder First Edition was this thing. And he said, let's do it. And I'm going to go crazy. I've been thinking about this for years and we're going to go nuts and make it the best thing you've ever seen, period. And Mark's already writing it. That's how crazy it is. Mark is so excited about it. He started to write it for me already. And we are going to put it together. I'm going to make it into a book and you guys are going to freaking love it. So look for that in the near future. Also, other big news is that we have a new venture officer for the Roll for Combat Discord Lodge. I've been so busy that they asked me to give some of the officer duties to someone else. So we got someone to help out with the lodge. Yay! So that way games get started a lot easier. This way, if you have any questions, you can contact them. And the new VA is Brigand42. They are now a night moderator. They are going to be helping me out. And they will be your contact for starting any new games, whether it's Pathfinder or Starfinder Society, on the Discord Lodge. Once again, just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You two can play games or start games or hang out or do anything really cool like that. 
And then finally, make sure you do check out the Roll for Combat website because Jason McDonald is writing up a storm because now we have the Moagi Expanse review that has gone up. And then in the near future, we're going to have, well, we're going to have some Starfinder reviews that's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit. We do have the hardcover book, so we're going to be doing some of those reviews. We're going to have Secrets of Magic. We're going to have Guns and Gears. You name it. All the new hardcovers. Jason's going to review them and put them up on the website, and you can find that at wellrollforcombat.com. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's very exciting episode. Last we left off, you entered the catacombs, and you don't know what the heck you're finding. This place is massive. There's creatures all over the place. It's really creepy. It's dark. You're attacked by statues, but then you sort of figured out how to get past the statues because it looks like it's a temple to Aradan. And then you found, of course, this really, really tiny crypt that's really small. It's like 10 feet wide and like 50 feet long. And there's 12 alcoves filled with dead skeletons clad in chainmail and steel shields and long swords and Dougie and Lomang decided let's go right into the center of the kill box and see what happens and sure enough it was a surprise party and Dougie and Lomang were invited because six of those skeletons have come to life they're not just skeletal champions they're elite skeletal champions and they are going to use Dougie and Lowman as the pinatas to the party. But before any of that happens, we have Basil with his sidekick, Gomez the Insect. I don't know, remember what you turned into, but Gomez... A mantis. A mantis, that's right. Gomez is using Basil as a mount. That is basically the, the figure I see. And he's in his little bag. So... That would be good on AoE spells because we can hit both at one time. That would be lovely. <laughs> so maybe Basil can have like the mantis on his shoulder and he can like a parrot and he can just have Gomez up there. But Basil's up. I'm so I'm sorry, the only AoE spell a skeleton should have is a hug. Jason McDonald is playing Basil Blackfeather, a Tengu empiricist investigator. Oh <laughs> well, I'll see if that happens. Maybe he'll give you a big hug. So I am looking as Basil. Basil basically can see the... Oh, oh my god. You can see barely the slivers of skeletons and movement in the alcoves to the west and the east. So, yeah, you decide. You, can, you can't see them directly. I guess you're going to either have to move in into the kill box, a.k.a. the pinata party or run away your choice or wait the skeletons are making a mistake they don't realize yes we're not in there with them they're in there with us seth lipton is playing gomez a goblin elementalist sorcerer (laughs) they don't know what kind of men we are john stats is playing cadet dougie mcdougall a human ruffian rogue (laughs) you're not in here I forgot how it goes. I kind of forgot how it goes, too, for a second. <laughs> I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped, yeah, you're trapped in, here in here with me. With me. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I am going to... I already had my sword cane 
I'm going to presume everyone had their weapons out, so that's yeah. fine. But I'm going to put the sheath back on the sword cane because I'd rather do... I suspect I'd rather do blunt damage to skeletons. And I'm going to get my fire staff ready in my other hand. So that's one action, two actions. Yeah. And I guess that, just since I have one action left, I'll cast shield. Ooh. Since I can't... Yeah, I can't, like, ready a spell or anything, so... Since spells are two actions... Okay, the skeleton right next to Dougie and Lomang. Oh, it's so cute. So the skeleton, now that it already has its longsword, steel shield, and chainmail on. And it animates, it seems to be glowing with evil necrotic energy. Something is, Something looks wrong. And it lumbers forward, and it will just attack. Let's do a random chance here. We'll do one up the four that is Lomang. So one action to move, second action to attack with longsword. Oh, let's start the night off with a critical hit, shall we? Is that a natural 20? Ugh. Chris Beamer is playing Lomang, an orc tiefling monk of the crane style. And who is that on? Who do you think? I don't know. Lomang. It's always on Lomang. Uh, all right, well. Lomang is everyone's favorite punching boy. It's the magnets he wears under his cloak. Hmm. They attract swords. <laughs> How much damage is that? Um, well, I'm just using, I'm actually not using the critical thing. So 26 points of damage. He's got 108. Big deal. Big whoop. And then it attacks you again with the second one. 15. That's a mess. And then skeleton number six, way in the south goes. Oh, let's see. There's Dougie, there's Lomang, and there's Basil. Hey, Basil. Let's see who we can attack. How's he going to reach me? Three. Hello. Skeleton lumbers over the Basil. Oh, no. Welcome to the party, pal. Ugh. Does a 30 hit you with your shield? Well, uh, yes, it, it does. Yeah, I know it hits you. Well, it's only seven points of damage, so you well, decide. Our, listener, you wanna... our listeners might think I have a stealthy good on it. No, you class, don't. You don't. No, not that good. 25 if you're curious. So seven points. Are you going to use your shield at all, or are you not even going to bother? I'm going to just hold off and let that one go through. All right. And then longsword number two. 22. That's a mess. Dougie's up. Skeletons oh, to the left of you and skeletons boy. to the right of you. Well, I might as well do a... They're just everywhere. It's new and improved, Dougie. Dougie 2.0. You picked a bad day to quit you using know what? the mall. <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> I'm like, this is like mall central, this area, but oh well. All right, I'm going to spend one round to turn my longsword or my rapier into a, a mace does one to eight. Your weapon, you tell us. Oh, it that's does. cool. You can do that? That's yeah, cool. Yes, so it's... it's it's the the D equipment. Well, I could I could do it, but yeah, I basically so have to have the same the number shifting. of hands. You yeah, use it's the shifting, shifting rune. It takes you... one standard action to mm -hmm. shift mm -hmm. and interact. Okay, and then I am just going to uh, you know what I I'm going to delay my whole turn until after Loming. I'm going to give him flanking, and I can't get what flanking on him. So uh, okay, well, I'm going to delay him. Skeleton number four which is next to Lomang, steps out and... Yeah, they don't really have a very big repertoire. Longsword. Oh, critical miss. See, as easy as they come, as easy as they go. 
25. Oh, that's a miss, right, Lomang? That is a miss. Gomez, you're peeking out as insect form. You see, well, you just see, like, the torso of a skeleton in front of you. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll give him a blast tap. And consider if you want to transport me into the middle of them, I can blast a positive energy bomb. Like, Ooh. right now, it's uh, suboptimal, but if you get me more and in, in, get everybody in the area of effect... The problem and... is I, as the carriage, would test. It may take a lot of damage. Well, <laughs> well that's up to you. I'm just saying that that's, that, that, that's no, out No, I know. There. It I'm sounds reminding strategy. you that that's I mean, out I, there. I don't so what are you doing exactly? There. Disrupt Undead and the guy in front of us. The disrupt Undead and the guy in front of you. All right. Fortitude saving throw. 21. Fails. So 21 points of damage. Doesn't look too good. Does not look too good. So a little insect just says, Disrupt undead. <laughs> it's like, and boom, energy comes flying out of the bag. Got one action left. That is true. It is the noisy cricket from Men in Black. Yes. I, 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 I bury myself underneath the feathers of, of my of my bird mount. Oh, ooh, hey. All right, Lomang, you're up. All right, I can go diagonal, right? Yeah. All right, so crane stance. One action. There. How? Diagonal. Diagonally, do you step or do you move? Oh, that's uh, a step. step. How about okay. that? Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Just checking. And yeah. I will flurry. Okay. Let's do it. The one to Oh, the my God, there's so many right? choices. Now. No, yeah, they went to the north. Uh, I know, the one that's flanked, of course. Uh, okay, crane wing. Wow. Good start. God. Plus two. Uh, he right you 22. 24. No, it's not how it works. It's actually minus two to their AC, not plus to your attack. Subtle but important difference. You hit 17 points of damage. And that's it. I'm done. And no more stunning fist. You no had to unlearn fist. that. Yeah, I did Shame. have to unlearn that. Yep. Um, I don't, would it work on Undead? I guess it does, right? It works on a lot of things. So here's the fun, interesting thing is that Stun, I checked the rules. I couldn't find a single monster that was immune to Stun. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very surprised I couldn't that. find a single one. They're immune to a paralysis, but that's not the same as Stun. But, no, but is it con is one. it considered a mind affecting thing or something like no, that? Or, no, no, it's a I, I like that. Yeah, I like that because it, it's like you just, you've knocked them off balance. You, you, yeah, you've disrupted it them. It works no matter what. And exactly, it's more like you knock them off balance. It has nothing to do with um, mind or matter or anything. Daggy, there's a there's a monster right All in front right. of you. You know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna just try with my weapons right now. I'm going to uh, twin. Faint. I was actually looking. Does Twin Faint require a type of weapon? No, I don't think so. Uh, but the whole thing is, you don't even need to... I mean, you can Twin Faint, but they're already flat-footed. They can't get more flat-footed. No, but I'm talking about blunt weapons versus a finesse weapon. I'm worried of whether or not I need a finesse weapon to pull off Twin Faint. And I've been uh, up, the uh, Twin Faint, uh, you make an attack... So uh, requirements? No, no just, two melee weapons. Okay, each in a different hand. There might be a finesse blunt weapon. I don't know. Oh, there's definitely finesse blunt weapon. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to look it up right now. All right, so I'm gonna just go with. Uh, let's just 
do the twin faint. I'm going to do the twin faint. All right. So, or ask the patrons. Patrons, what is a finesse blunt weapon that oh, you can turn yeah. its rapier into? That. Would a sap be a finesse blunt? It's non-lethal. It wouldn't work. Fist is. Maybe a club? Club. All right. So I'm nope. going to attack with my not rapier. Okay. There's rapier two and three. Oh, it's number one. Yeah. It's the first attack. Each one of those numbers. 25, you hit. Okay. So you do 10 points plus your sneak attack. So 17 points of damage. Okay. Pretty good. And does is it 17 points of damage? Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> a, light, a light mace is, is a I'm already probably going to be cut in half or, you nah. know, mitigated. Oh, well, oh, sorry, because it's actually, sorry. It's a little bit less because you're using... Piercing, yeah. so yeah. it's twenty. Um, it's uh, twenty-two points of damage. So, oh, I do more damage. No, no less. You did five less because it is piercing and slashing do not work as well against bones. So five less, but still, it's a lot of damage. It's, okay, it, cool. looks, it looks nearly dead. All right, so. and my uh, main gouache, and it's going to be a number one attack because there's no second attack penalty. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty good. 28. That's 28. Nice. That's plus two because of the yep. armor blessing. Yeah. Might be a crit. Might be a crit. Not a crit. So All that's right. 15 minus. Yeah. Boom oh, goes the dynamite. Good job. That's good. They All just right. die. Crumbles into a pile of bones. Oh, that's a good sign. Okay, so. like, this isn't that hard. Uh, for my third action, I am going to change into a mace. A light mace is finesse, by the way. Light mace. Light mace. What is the damage? 1d4. Ugh. We're gonna go with the, uh, get out of here. Get out of here. I'm just giving you the facts. Alright. It's like a glorified candlestick or something. Actually, yeah. you know what? I think I'm gonna do that. Why not? Yeah, light mace. Yeah, light mace is what I'm gonna a do. A light mace. I think it's, a I think... light Caesar salad, if you will. <laughs> for for future reference, that's man gauche. I, I, took, I, went, man I went all the way to French 5 in high school. I had to get some use out of it. That's like a parrying dagger. There you go. Is it mon gauche or main gauche? Main gauche with a sante goose. They do that yeah, French so thing with the end where it's McMahon. It's not a hand gauche. Because I actually it's listened gauche. to it on, like, I did a Google search and listened to it, and they said main gouache. So I'm like, I don't know if that's uh, a phonetically. Well, gauche would make sense because gauche is French for left. So it's kind of meant to be your non yeah. your secondary hand. Yep. That makes sense, actually. And in fact, M A I N is French for hand. So main gauche would be literally be left hand. So man. Man, essentially man, yeah. Man gauche, okay. Man gauche, yes. I just want to be correct. Thank you. I'm glad I know that now. <laughs> so Five before... years of French in high school. That's what <laughs> I, I, I used <laughs> Yeah, let, let me know when you're attacking me. I just attacked you. So while you're doing French uh, 501 language lesson there, Dougie was attacked four times by two skeletons. One hits you. For 10 points of damage. Oh, now, okay. <laughs> he's not even paying attention. He's like, I didn't know. Him and him and Basil are arguing the finer points. Well, we... And he's just like sitting there, not even paying attention as these skeletons are like swinging at him. Now, one walked in front of Lomang, attacked you, rolled a 25. All right. So the next attack that's coming my way, I'm going to I'm gonna react to. So. Well, you can react to this one. because No, I'm already... not going to react to this one. Okay. Right. 
So okay, now it does another attack against right. you. All right, so that 25. that misses, and so I get a counter attack right now. Yeah, the other twenty five missed you too. They both did. But anyhow, yep. Go. All right, I attack. All right. I don't believe you, Steve. Did you take off the uh, damage? I took it off. I took oh, it off. okay. I'll, I'll add it back on. Yeah, thirty two. A thirty two. Hello, crit. No. Critical head. Nice. Now did now that was a very important point in the podcast did you note that i did damage and it's not my turn that's good that's that? a really good thing that's a very good thing <laughs> that is, that is that a new era on this podcast this is it's a, a milestone. new era it is a milestone. Yeah. it's a reaction and no, no one has seen that before wow that's very good we are at a crossroads now we're going to uh the sunny side of the street from now on <laughs> exactly was that a class feat that your response Yes, that is a that's part of the crane stance. It's the whole reason I took the crane stance, really, to be honest. Right. Because there's the ones that do a lot more damage and other stuff. But this is a good ability. It's Jeez, you get the no reaction, kidding. and not not only that, it, it increases your armor class. But like, let's say he declares an attack, my armor class goes up by two, and if it misses, I get a counter attack. Okay. Well, you wow. hit, you crit, and you did thirty-two points of damage. Nice. Wow. On Almost its turn. dead. On your, <laughs> on its great. turn. <laughs> we like that. Wow, it's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. Here comes Basil. It's only round two already. One down. Some in bad, bad shape. All right, first I will devise a stratagem against the guy right in front of me. Okay. You can roll the thing if you want to decide if you want to use it or not. So that will be... Oof, that's actually kind of bad. Uh, four you rolled for a 19. That's a pretty crappy I roll. I am not going to attack that. In that case, I'm going to not attack that guy. And since I have my flame sta my fire staff in the other hand, I'm going to cast Produce Flame on it. As a or I have to cast on a different person. So I will cast Downrange on the one that Lomang's been... Or no, I can't quite... No, I got an angle. It says I can see that. I mean, if I can see it for the lighting effect, I guess I yes. can see it, right? So, right. so I will cast downrange on the one on Lomang. Okay, as you try to cast... Oh, attack of opportunity, attack. probably. Attack of opportunity! What? Wait a minute! Whoa. I thought I invented that. <laughs> oh, oh sorry. It totally missed. It's a little 16. Oh, man. I thought I was special. Produce flame... Is that a 30 I see? That oh, is. Are you hitting number 40? Uh, sorry, number uh, 4? 5. It looks like... F the um, one to the south of me. Oh, that one? The south, yeah. The... yeah. Oh, I, I noticed he asked you if you moved or you stepped earlier. I did notice that too, yeah. Yeah. That was very suspicious. <laughs> All right. Teamwork. Nice. Go Teamwork. Team. Go. Go. Gadget. Yeah, that is my round. <laughs> You're done. Edgewatch forever. From now on, just assume everything has attack of opportunity. <laughs> like you're getting to the point where literally everything has. I can't assume that because it's it makes I'm special. And actually, mine's not even attack of opportunity. Yeah, you don't even have attack of opportunity. Yours Different. is attack. Yours is yours is ghetto attack of opportunity. <laughs> way better. <laughs> this is the way lesson better. we missed by skipping level six. If we had yeah. skipped, the, if we had done level six, we would have learned this a, 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 a couple true. of weeks ago. All right. Well, this guy just attacks Basil with the long sword. This guy in your face. Eight points of damage. Okay, that one I'm going to block with the shield. Okay, you block that, and so... Well, shield is actually bigger now, because... Let's see, shield, here's the good thing. It's heightened. Ten, ten, it right? does hardness of ten, so you take no damage. Nice job. Outstanding. Sweet. 
So you have now shields like, oh, shields starting to get pretty good. But now so, my shields down to two points. Yeah, is that a cantrip? Yeah. Oh crap! That's yeah, great. Really good. Although but if it gets destroyed, it's done for the day. I believe it's done for the done for like ten minutes. Or it's done for the ten, 10 minutes. Rest. Yeah, and that's it. Pretty good, huh? I almost multi-classed into cleric just for that. Actually. Second attack misses you, and then third attack. It, these things are very stupid. They're literally just swinging their swords at you. They're mindless. Uh, I undead. think a six misses. Okay, skeletal champion in front of Lo Mang. Are you ready, low man? I do a reaction. You only get one per round. You get no, one I per round. I wanted to throw that out there for the audience. <laughs> yeah. so <they're> not. <laughs> so it missed you anyhow. <laughs> Rolls an 18. Rolls a 15. Critical miss. Nice. Another critical miss. A 5. Are you impressed? I it should drop its sword. Yeah, his... Lomang's uh, <laughs> <laughs> ponytail is... Waving in the wind with all those wishes. It looks scary, but you're like, this isn't scary. This is not scary at all. Gomez is up. Gomez has no idea what's going on. Is Gomez is hiding in the fluffy feathers of Basil. Ah, uh, grasshopper. Grasshopper. Literally grasshopper. Rinse, repeat. Really? Hey, disrupt undead. Makes sense. Okay, here we go. Fortitude save makes it but it still takes half damage which is respectable i don't think we're seeing a roll oh no never Nine mind points no never mind I, I was not scrolled down rolls 27 fortitude nine points damage it's nearly dead do you hide again like the uh absolutely grasshopper that you are hell yeah you're no he's low a, man he's a mantis. you're no low man okay low man what are you gonna all do right. There's, all right there's skeletons everywhere uh, you should delay I should delay? Yes. He won't flank it. That's true, I do. Okay, I will delay. Dougie, you're up. You got skeletons everywhere. I'm going to step and attack. Okay, you step. You know what? It's a uh, skirmish strike. Is What's it... that you're doing? That's what? not allowed. I, That's com- not allowed. What's that? It's a fighter ability. I'm combining uh, a strike and step. In uh, wow. one action. So it takes one action to attack the skeleton to my south. And I am going Skirmish to... strike with your feet and weapons move in tandem. You either step and then strike or sti- strike and then step one action. Holy crap. Is, is that, that a, a crit? 20... Wow. Is that 33? And my... Wait. Whoa, whoa. That is a crit. Oh, what's that damage? Well, you're going to have to... Oh, actually, actually that's shifted not... it. So, oh, you know, the problem is if you didn't shift your weapon into. No, the... I didn't. I didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, you did. If you didn't, you would have done. Oh, my God. I have to reroll damage entire. Wait, I thought you it's... shifted it to a light mate. Yeah, yeah he it's, did. Uh, it's D4. Which is finesse. That is a finesse weapon. Yeah, but he doesn't get deadly. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't get. He would have done something like 40 points. Well, deadly, I only rolled one for yeah, deadly. So roll a 1D. How does uh, deadly? Yeah, it's one d four. Oh, that's on a crit, right? Deadly. One d four plus. Oh, and you would have gotten weapon specialization, so it would be flat footed forever. Man, look at all this stuff you would have had, but you made it into a crappy ass mace. Well, um, it's up. Yeah, but it's also. Oh wait, so here we go. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Like, all right, it's... so roll the one d four. Just roll one d four. I'll take care of the rest. Okay, fine. 
Okay, so you roll 1d4, so it's really 2d4. Roll, Actually, roll another d4, sorry. Because it's still striking. Nice. Not bad. All right. Not bad. Very so, respectable. Believe it or not, that's almost the same thing you rolled before. So 13 points of damage I times like... 2, oh, 26, okay. plus 10 for sneak attack. So what's that, 36 points of damage? Oh, my God. But half. Or, or not half, but... Uh... Chisel down. No, 31 to... points of damage. Oh, actually, no, not chisel down because. No. It's, oh, no, uh, no, no, that's, that's right. Yeah. This is very confusing. <laughs> See, I told you, you should embrace your inner rogue. What a huge difference. <laughs> what was the total? 36 points of damage. I hit for 36 points of damage. Yeah, you okay. smash it through, and you get the critical specialization effect that you can knock the target up to 10 feet away from you if you want. You don't have to do that. Uh, I don't think I want to do that. Okay. All right. So I have that was uh, one action. You still get two. More. Yes, I have two actions, and I believe I can twin faint. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to twin faint. You know what? I'm going to attack the one that's to my south anyway. I'm just going to. Yeah, do you that. might as well kill it. Finish it off. Okay. So, oh god, there's so many. Uh, well, twin faint has to go against the same target. Hmm. You're probably going to miss anyway, though. Hey, Steve, really quick while John's thinking, my shield would have expired, so I put eight points of damage on myself. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's, that's... right, because it's been yep, 24. Okay. You hit. I don't even need to roll because it doesn't have any hit points left, so. Okay, so it's dead. Ah! Oh, that was Okay, and I have one. No, no you don't. Twin don't. No, faint. Twin faint is a two you action action. Done. Okay. Can't use the second one on a different target. Lomag, there's nothing left to flank. Oh wait, there is one. There is one. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna attack you though. They're gonna take swipes at you. Wait, who's gonna take swipes at me? No, nothing. Don't worry, just go. Go ahead. Go get him. Go there. Oh, oh cheater. <laughs> he I left Doggy all by himself. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll be back in a. I'll be back in a jet. Yeah, I believe uh, it. All right, so that's one action. Second that skeleton action. is going to die. Do you have the ability to move and strike as one action? Like, no, I do rug, not. Like Dougie can? I Isn't that not. cool? Dougie's like a whole new man. It's, it, it's cooler to strike and then move away. That's that's the move. <laughs> that's the other one he's going to be yeah. doing. No, that one I'm going to be doing a lot in the future. <laughs> I'll be running very far no, away, too. No, just a, just a step. Just All right, step. So, so I move to there, and then I summon my inner key, and the hands glow white with divine energy, and I key strike. So are you flanking with Basil or yes, Gomez the Cricket? Actually, Gomez I don't think is a threat. Right. <laughs> I I have vicious praying mantis teeth. Ha! Does that actually work as an insect? Are you yeah, praying your praying mantis wow. style? Is that what you have? Is it mantis style? I do. I do. I like that. My the, fear the insect sting. I like that a lot. All right. So yes. Eighteen. Mm. Oh, so close. Actually, not so close. That was a critical miss. That Twenty-nine. Is not. Minus five is twenty-four. <laughs> Oh, you didn't know that. It's already built in. See, attack number oh, yeah, it's two. Built in. Yeah, number two. Yeah. That yeah, was right. a natural. You got a crit. Oh, that's so awesome. So that is, holy moly. Is that 40 points of damage I see? 40? Nice. So that's just double. Explodes. Oh. <laughs> and the wow. creature just explodes into a shower of bone everywhere and just crumbles into a heap. Keep going, Womang. Yep, I'm going to keep going. 
Let's form the line. <laughs> so they can't wake up. I hold the line. Okay, well, this one. I told you I'd be back. Yeah, I believe <laughs> you it. You did. You came back. You should have. You jumped back, right? You yep, came back, back the very next flare. day. Yep. It's like you were a goner. Oops, there we go. Longsword. Wait, is he attacking me? Uh, he is going to attack Dougie. Okay. Up, oh, that hits. Nine points of damage on Dougie. That misses. And that misses. Ouch. And then one steps forward. Okay, I'm gonna if it's attacking me, I will it try is my crane. Going to attack you. Yeah, misses. It's a miss, I attack it back. You reverse the attack oh! back oh! into it. <laughs> you crit oh. back into him. Is that a crit? It is a crit. It's no. minimum damage oh, though. It's, it's only twenty points of damage. That's alright, I'll take twenty. Crunch, it's half dead already. On its turn. <laughs> On its turn. <laughs> I think you guys like ability. level 7. Level like 7 looking seven. like a pretty good level, huh? It is. And it misses. Basil's up. You guys are destroying these things. <laughs> I mean, you took a little bit of damage, but it's so minimal. Well, now that there's kind of a defensive line, I don't know that there's, there's no measy melee attack for me. That's what they made the bow for, I guess. That's right. Well, oh, yeah. Jason, you should, uh, uh, Basil should run around and attack from the rear. Yeah, that's a good idea. Run through the hallways. Yeah, run where run, you heard like run out, run out here. Horse, horse clopping. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'm sure that'll go fine. Happen. I'm sure that'll go fine. No problem. No problem. Um, Forget about the horse. At least for the, the moment, I will, I will move into the room a little bit so I have better vision. Sure. And I'm going to cast Produce Flame on the one directly north. So I guess that's number two. Number two. Right in front of Dougie. Yep, sure, that's fine. Just gets a little bit of cover. Doesn't matter. You hit. Uh, the fire doesn't do full damage. It only does... Actually, sorry, just six points of damage. Why? It's, a little, it's immune to fire a little. There's a little bit of resistance wow. to fire. Yep. That's well, bone. Bone's not especially flammable. Yeah, and you're done. And that one's dead. That's how you kill a ghost, though. You salt and burn their bones, according to Supernatural. Gomez, you're up. You're in a new spot. Your mount has moved you forward. Sing us a cricket song, Gomez. Wounded one. Bang. There's my cricket song. Wounded one? Okay. I presume that's the one in front of one. That's probably one. And that will be fort save. Up, oh, made it, but still half damage. Eight that's a pretty good spell, disrupt bad. Yeah, it's, it's specifically for this. It's tailor-made yeah. for and this. It is a, um, they're on doubt. Doggy. Oh, Doggy. Doggy. All right. Let's, uh... Doggy McDougal of the clan McDougal. Let's do crisscross. All right. Let's Chris do a Cross. twin yeah. fate on one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yep. On number one to the left. Okay. Go crisscross. You're literally doing the crisscross applesauce. All right. All right. You so hit. that's a regular hit, but that's not the damage. It's I'll, I'll roll it for you. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> it's 13 points of damage. Nice. And for the Mon... Oh! Oh! <laughs> Whooshes wow. through the air! Yeah, <laughs> I, I softened it up for you there. I do it. Yes, you did. And I'll, I'll soften this one up, hopefully. Right. I'll make a second attack against this uh, uh, witch midget guy uh, north of me. Skeleton. They don't seem so elite right now, do they? That's a 22. Nope. Yeah, you hit. And that is an edged weapon, so 
probably should reduce. That. Well, that's the rapier. I'm doing redoing. You're still using your shifting this... thing. So. Oh wait. Oh wait a minute. Hold on. I hit. Oh yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. but you. No, that's right then. I, I'm so, attacking um... with the main. Yeah, yeah, you did, it right. yeah. you did it right. Yeah, I did it right. Yeah, I'm attacking the cold iron. So that's um eight points of damage. Eight points. Okay. Take it. Alright, softened it up. Softened it up. Eight points of damage. There Hello, you go. Right. Mang. Let's finish are you it gonna off. are you gonna just punch it to death? Or are you gonna try to get flanking? What are you gonna do? Let's see. Can I do I can do two steps, right? You can. You can you can or you can you can up he's carefully, very <laughs> carefully steps. inching around the skeleton. Yep. I don't even want that. I don't want it to attack of opportunity, and I will do the flurry. <laughs> Blurry. Damn it. You used two bad. options to get a plus two. Well, guess what? Or two two actions. It hits. Oh, oh nice, because the flanking? Beautiful. All right. Points of damage. Yeah, I used two actions, yep. If oh. it wasn't for the flanking, you would have missed. Uh, unfortunately, that does miss. Yeah, it's still... It's 18 still. just misses. Damn. Elite Skeletal Champion. Is Who he attacking me? Attack? I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to do a roll. Let's see. What does the roll say? A one is you, low right, mang, so nice. try, long try sword. Yep. Oh, that's a miss. He misses. I counterattack. I miss. He miss. Uh, oh well. Natural one. Uh, swings again. And misses. <laughs> and misses. Let's keep pressing the miss button over and over. Going Basil, there's yeah. only one left. Okay, I am going to move up. Welcome to the party, Basil. With Jiminy Cricket. Sorry, when I tried to move, the buttons all popped up and got in the way of my movement. I'm going to devise a stratagem. That's a plus third, 28. Probably oh, going to use. Oh, jeez. I'll go ahead and take that. All right. And uh, so we'll attack. Uh, so that will be seven points of damage. Plus oh, the plus eight. Plus So. Yeah. So, and you're using your cane, right? But I had this, I had the scabbard still on it, so I could do bludgeoning damage. Because I figured piercing might be kind of ineffective. Yay! Basil saves us! Nice. That was good. Combat's over. Uh, I need some medicine. They're all dead. Do you want to do the heels thingy, hand-waving Yeah, thing? I can at least do two. And in fact, with assurance, I can automatically succeed on the DC-20 check. Which means I can automatically get 2d8 plus 10. I'll take that. Yeah, that sounds good. And you can do that twice, right? To two people at once. Yeah, I can do it to two people at a time. Oh, good. But I could use a little healing as well. But so we. Well, I let's let's all hand wave this because I've got twin healing yeah. and all that stuff too. Okay. Yeah. If that's okay with the DM, it's up to Steve. Yeah, you guys can hand wave it. I mean, you have you've been here for about 20 minutes. It'll probably be 20 minutes to heal everyone up, so 40 minutes, and you have 20 minutes left on your dark vision. The only thing that's in play is our dark vision. We've got to remember that. Yeah, it affects your dark vision. And that's it. So you are in this crypt. Good news is there looks like there's a Eye of Aroden necklace or something that you can get here if you want. Gomez, here's your Eye of Aroden necklace. Thanks. Is was one of the skeletons wearing it? Yeah. No. Is it magical? No. Uh, what else do the skeletons have? Anything uh, noteworthy? Yes. Ooh. Do you want it? 
Yeah. Uh, murder hoboing grave robbers now. Let's find out what these things are that are special. You're not motive, you're murder hobo graveyards. Uh, yeah, they are quality gear that was gorgeous, amazing, beautiful filigree that has rusted and gone to crap <laughs> over the years. <laughs> so you can take the weapons and armor and maybe if you're lucky might be worth 10 gold in total 10 gold 10 gold take them to the menagerie and feed them rusty that's true that pays for uh some scrolls right no i'm not gonna we shouldn't mess with that that's garbage how about what's in these little alcoves is there anything special in any of these yeah, I'm using my thieving skills to sneak around. Not sneak around, but uh, search around. Sure. You look around in the other alcoves. So there are other skeletons in those alcoves, the other six. They do not seem to be moving or attacking or doing anything that looks scary. So don't worry about that. Yeah, you're looking around, but no. It, it, something was weird because... Gomez could tell, like, there was weird evil energy. This didn't look like, like it was Aroden. It didn't look like... There's a subtle difference between the good type of energy and the bad type of energy. These were, like, corrupted skeletons attacking you. So something must have happened here. Huh. I, I don't know how to the detect... cultists set this up, like, somehow corrupted them and set them up as a trap. To, Probably. Uh, as a defense. I'm, I'm for that. That's not that makes sense. So you detect you magic, guys. So you guys can't uh, search that way, right? There's no magic. You don't detect any magic. All right. There. Uh, there is a door to the north. One thing you notice about the door to the north, it appears to be partially knocked off its hinges. And Ooh. it looks like you know that there was a big earthquake in this area years ago, like 20 years ago, I believe. And there was a massive earthquake. And during that time, there was a lot of damage and Things shifted, and this is basically the natural way that creatures and undead get born. Because you have all these crypts down here, and then an earthquake appears, and then suddenly evil energies get un get released into the crypts, and good things turn bad, and that's the natural order. <laughs> that's so, the way it happens. Seriously, that's how it happens. Especially when your god is. When a dead. dead body and evil energy love each other very much, <laughs> get an undead. <laughs> Pretty much. It is funny because that's actually what happens, is that this was like totally benign, but then shifting things have caused this to get bad, <laughs> as, as you'll find out. The skeletal stork delivers a baby. That's right. So this looks like a door that can be forced open. If you really want, Dougie. Someone um, will need to be really strong and use their athletics if they want to try to force that ooh. door through the... It's like tilted well, we're on gonna the listen. We're going to listen first. You want me to do it? Uh, <laughs> no, we, we need strength for this one. <laughs> okay. I, I got this one. All right. What, what, uh, is there, do I hear anything? I probably don't. You listen. You just hear the echoes off in the distance of the hoofprints again. Okay, so I'm not going to... Clip, clop, clip, clop. I'm not going to put my weight against the door. I assume it swings away from me, correct? Yes. I, okay. Uh, I'm not going to put my weight against the door, but I am going to push the door. So it doesn't move. You need to You need to really put your weight into it. You need to put your back into it. 
you gotta you gotta give me uh, some effort here. Oh, okay. Oh, oh athletics check. Okay. Athletics check. There right. we go. Running start. Athletics. Roll no running start. One. No, no, not running start. He's like, here we go, Funk. He, he falls right what, on the ground. What, he slips on some bone meal geez. on the floor, and he pops back up, and he's like, I meant to do hey, that. I pull out my crowbar, and I say, you want me to do, try this, or what do you want? I just rolled a 34. Uh, uh, and then he pops back up as if nothing happened. Wait, you rolled... You just rolled a 34. another one. You rolled a one two times in a row. I'm looking at it. What are you talking about? I rolled a 34. Oh, oh, oh. you know why? I was testing it. And when I tested for you, I rolled one. And then oh. I rolled a one for you for your athletics twice in a row. Oh. And then you roll a 34. So we'll say uh, you pop up and you bang it and you fonzie <laughs> it and the door opens. All right. I put my crowbar away. <laughs> I take out my crossbow, load it, and I'm ready again with the crossbow. Ooh. Someday I'll fire it. It looks like a hallway. Now, there's a hallway in front of you. To the west goes the hall. To the east is the hallway collapsed. So it looks like part of this tomb is just gone. And to the north of you, you see a natural stone staircase going down. <laughs> wow. Uh, I turn it and I describe this to everybody clip, clop, clip, so that clop. everyone who doesn't have dark vision will understand what I see. Clip, and I, I am no clip, longer clip. a mantis, by the way. Oh, you've changed back into Gomez. Yeah, one. yeah. It's, it lasts 10 minutes. So you, You've right-clicked oh, right. on the icon. and so <laughs> This goes down. Ding. So I don't know. Do we want to go down now or do we want to check out the, this level? Well, that, does that go down or up? Down. Oh. And so to the west, you see another hallway. It looks like there's a room way to the west that is, it's sort of like a hexagonal enclave. And then to the north, you see a portcullis. All right, I am going to go here. Uh, where, which direction oh, is the clip oh, okay. coming from? I see what from. you're saying. Oh, this connects. Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. Let's check that out. Uh, is it coming from over here, or Where? is it coming? From... What is the clip clopping sound? Do I still hear it? Yeah, to the west, way to the west. Okay, it okay. kind of echoes throughout. All right. I feel like we should investigate that. Yeah, let's go get it. All right. All right. Well, so Dougie, you might want to stop. So where you are now, quite the sight to, to behold. You're in the the cross intersection where you can see everything. Do you wish to look? <laughs> okay, here we go. This one is uh, crazy. To the south, you see a very long, very wide hallway leading back into the Aridin chamber. To the east is the crumbling hallway. To the west is the hexagonal room. To the north is a portcullis that is closed. It separates you between a broad hallway with shallow steps. You see, way to the north, you see some stairs going up, and then you see yet another portcullis, and you hear horrific clanking sound, but it sounds like clanking inside of a pool of jello coming far from the north, like maybe a hundred plus feet in front of you to the north. 
You mean past you, the portcullis? You said clanking like a pool of jello. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like, imagine you took, here, now you can say, imagine you heard clanking and put that clanking of, like, metal inside of a pool of jello. Ah, okay. And so you're like, it sounds horrific. Oh, yeah, I know what that sounds like. Okay. All right. How, how would you know what that sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Uh, all right, so Dougie's going to inch forward. He's going to be creeping on his tiptoes. Tiptoes, tiptoes. I'm fine. Right. We're going to form our line here. Okay, they're in a hexagonal room that goes to the north and the south. And I guess you're going to the south. Slowly. Searching for traps. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That Wait, what's the exploration mode? What does that do exactly? Exploration it gives you mode. a plus one on like your initiative, I believe. Let's do exploration mode. Well, exploration mode is what it's you're in. Search. There's different things. There's like search it's and search mode is yeah. scouting. That's plus two, I think, isn't it? Anyway, uh, doesn't one. matter. So anyhow, there's a door to the north of you, right there. So and where do we hear the clip clopping? It's oh, he's right. going past the door. Okay, yeah, here, go to the west. Yeah, I'm going here. to pass the door. I want to. This is also an irregular... Oh, okay. Okay. This is a very large hallway. All right, I think we should... All right, I think that's enough. Do you guys want to check out that door? Sure. Well, man, you want to do it, or do you want me to do it? Uh, or actually, check Basil the has the, uh, the thieving tools, too. Basil, do you want to go for it? Yeah, I can check out the door. I'm pretty much yeah. standing right in front of it, all right? Yeah, you're a thief. It's a bronze-plated iron door. Uh, you check the door. I'm going to listen at it first. You listen. You don't hear anything. It's also not locked. doesn't look like. So it's like you can open Okay, it I'm from. going to briefly inspect it for traps or anything. Because I'm paranoid. This could be the vault. No traps. All right, let's try to open it. You open it up. It leads into a small hallway. Two bronze-plated iron doors. One to the north and the other to the south, which you just opened. Allow access to a hallway that bisects the small hexagonal enclave. Four to ceiling metal bars spaced a few inches apart from one another separate the walkway from the rest of the central chamber. So you see in front of you a small walkway, and then you see more iron bars. It's like a jail? Kind of. One of our tougher people want to take the lead here? You know what? I'm going to do something. I'm going to go around this way, and I'm going to uh, open up this door. You're going to go to the north. Okay. You open up the door. I'll go with him. Oh, my God. Basil's in front of you. Oh, attack, attack. You see a bird creature. Bird Kill creature it. must Rule die. Come back. Die, fiend from the heavens. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, intro. This is as far as I'm going. Hey. All right. It connects. Okay, uh, so you see these bars. Now, visible through the bars, dozens of spectacular funeral relics and precious objects line the walls. Urns, rings, lanterns, ornamental weapons and armor, and countless other treasures rest on bronze-plated shelves. The metal bars sport no obvious means of unhinging or otherwise opening them. Then bars lift gates? Well... I don't know if we should even mess with this right yeah, now. Yeah, this is... Um, 
Unless somebody wants to do some like uh, expeditious inspection for, uh, I mean, I guess I can do a perception check, but I mean, I think that's pretty much going to get us what we already have. Are you going to do yeah. an active perception? Yeah, I'll do active perception. That's worth it. I will too. Why not? Okay, Dougie does active perception. Lomang does active perception. Lomang sees there is a absolute mountain of treasure behind these bars. Mm. Just a beautitious amount of treasure. What did our what did our captain say? Like we could keep anything we found in here, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did say that. He however, said that. however, even, yeah. even if you're dead, assault on a police officer still a crime. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, a fine, there's a fine for that crime. Even if you're compelled by attempted murder of a police force. officer, hefty fine. <laughs> hefty fine if there's a murder of a police officer. Hefty. Maybe some time as well. All right. I'm going to take. Mr. Mr. I, I frankly don't know if everything behind those bars can cover it. Frankly, I don't know. I, th- I, think, that, I think that might only be half. Mr. Dougie smells a trap. Yeah, yeah, this does smell like a trap. Touching the smell bars. like a trap. It has a sign on it that says trap. <laughs> yeah, it does. There's uh, these bars. If you touch them, something horrific will happen to you. In fact, you determine that if you touch it, a magical magnet hidden behind a panel in the corner of the room will pull living creatures towards it no matter what is in the way so it will literally try to pull you through the bars oh wow and stretch you out she's greater and it'll do that (laughs) i guess this is i don't know how i would know this uh but you is it attracting the metals on us or is it attracting the person no it's the opposite it's a life magnet it sucks out your life that's pretty cool wow Let's not touch the bars. I back away. All right. So you can disable it. Dougie believes he has the means. Yeah, but does that treasure look like nonsense, though? Does it look like it's. Someone could try to. uh, You could identify it. Yeah, I'd like to identify it. I think it's fake treasure. I think it's probably. Well, you can't because you're the only person. I'm going to come in and try to identify it. Don't touch the bars. Don't touch the bars. Okay. From here, you can. You can detect magic. So there's one, two, three, four, five. There's magic. There's vials in there. Oh dear. Okay. There's oh my God. gold. We got, yeah, we got it. Yeah. That seems, like seems like we need that. Uh, Basil, I forget. Was it my turn or is it your turn to de- de- uh, uh, de- deactivate a trap? Disable a I'd device. be willing to take a try at it. Okay. Well, you get bonuses, Sean. Like massive bonuses. When oh, you do I? Traps. Yeah, you got like a really? plus two. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was. Your, well, no, no, no. I thought it was a crafting. And you have the kit. And you have the kit. I thought we both had kits, but um, no, no. I have a plus one healing kit. You have a plus one thieves tools. Oh, okay. All right. So and and you're a rogue, so you get a million bonuses when you. Um... So is this a thievery roll or is it something you roll? Well, hold on. When as you're doing through it, Basil crafting. actually recognizes something. This takes 10 minutes. So. Hello, Spazzle. What do you recognize? But after 10 minutes, he's carefully studying something. He's like, give me a minute. Give me a minute. I must. Oh. He sees a moonlit chain. That is a plus one silver chain shirt. 
that is a collar adorned with stitched images of the phases of the moons. Wow. Those who oh. wear it can see in moonlight as though they had low light vision. In addition, you can activate it once per day. And if you touch the stitch image of the new moon on the armor's collar and suppress the dazzled condition for one minute. Which is pretty good. So if you get dazzled, you can turn it off and no longer be dazzled. It's basically a plus one silver chain shirt. But I was going to say, the, the seeing in moonlight as if it was low light vision is... Yeah, that kind of is low light vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but you can see in moonlight. Basically, it's like if you're outside and yeah. as long as the moon is showing. Uh, it's also worth like 360 gold pieces. So. Um, yeah. That's only one of many things. Yeah, the wow. silver goes well with my uh, my, uh, my my cold iron uh, weapon. Oh, so. and Basil, you have a necklace of fireballs type one, right? I do. Well, guess what? You see another one behind the bars, exactly like yours, except wow. more older. Wow. And there's way more things back there. Okay, I mean, we can okay. try to disable this, uh, or we could maybe there's a way to turn this this off somewhere well, else. Well, disabling is turning it off, yeah. unless. Oh. Yeah, it's basically the same. Okay, so just tell me what I have to do. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. But maybe we should tie a rope around you to pull you because we know this is going to pull you through the a rope should you. probably be able to foil the all the rope will do is bisect Dougie through the center as it's trying to pull him through the bars yeah. so you will you will grade him I'll tie it cube. around You're my neck cube him I'll remember tie it cube? around my neck remember How's the movie that? cube in the very first beginning yeah. when the guy like gets cut into all those little yeah. pieces that is what's going to happen to Dougie. It'll serve as a little fiber in the, bas- yeah, in the Dougie true. burger that will be created. Or Resident put... Evil. Similar. Or I'll Resident put... Evil, same thing. All right, so basically if you fail, you're dead. So I'm going to back away. I was going to try. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys... <laughs> of us are going to be out in the hall. Yeah, the rest of you guys back away. Break. Back away. This is, this is a... I'll put oh. the ro- I'm gonna put the rope around my neck and don't <laughs> let go. Don't let go. We can we can we can I can summon a sod hound. I get an earth elemental hound if I if I cast it heightened to fourth level. And I wonder if we can have it fetch what we want. Oh, it can cool. earth glide. It could go through the. It could go through any earth and matter, including rock. And so that would be metal as well. Stuff. Yeah, well, go underneath the floor, bypass all that stuff. Could it's it, not technically could, alive or anything. So could it? Carry items though. Could it fetch I items? I don't know. I don't know how Earth Glide works. That's probably sometimes. Earth Glide. It's a. Uh... I like the idea. I, I like, like the idea. The idea of, of the a stone dog good. to fetch the bone. I like the idea. Of that. <laughs> Except I'm going to tell you right now, Dougie, being the expert rogue that he is, knows there's no way that would work because this is a very high level trap. And they counter that. So, like, there's no way you would be able It's, like, countered for that. So if you try to Earth Glide, it would also be destroyed. What if you try to Mage Hand This stuff? is the PT-32. They got the Earth Elementals covered in that. Yes. <laughs> is this something I could get an assist on, or is that uh, not a thing? Any? Yeah, but if they mess up, they have to roll a... Actually, they can't. They, they can't, right? Yeah, if he's, he's good. You have, to be a, you have to be an expert at thievery to even attempt this. I actually am. Okay. For an well, assist? Well, for the Yeah, ass- but the problem is the assist has a chance of backfiring and making your roll Give worse. you a minus one. Yeah. Yeah, but what I think are you're the better chance? off just trying to do it yourself. And I'm not saying that to get out of danger. Yeah, so you get a plus one item bonus to pick locks and disable device with your infiltrator tools, but also Dougie, you naturally have. Let me look at your your sheet. You got a million things. It's, in your sheet. 
I don't know. You what really should learn your character, Doug. Well, what role is it? Is it thievery or crafting? I don't know what disabled device is. It's thievery, I think. It's got to right. be. It's got to be. Right? It's thievery. But it says right here, you get a plus two bonus versus traps. Oh, that's what only if you fail to disarm them. So, well, the good news is if you fail, either you might not kill you because the plus two on your saves. So that's pretty good. Yeah. And you get a plus one to find them. Yeah, you can. And if it's a reflex, then I have extra. And don't forget, you have a hero point. Yeah, I know, and I've got that. I've got lots of safety nets. There's the one to the west, and there's one to the east. Which one are you going to try to disable? Uh, Which one is the uh, the silver chain at? Eh, we'll say the one to the east. Okay, let's say let's let's do the one to the east. I'll disable that one. All right, you. I roll this. Do the roll. I believe so. Thievery. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, that's God pretty damn good. It. That's pluses. a horrible you nine. You're all the terrible, terrible. Yeah, but you got a lot of pluses, and you get uh, the, yeah, I do have pluses. Kits and everything. Well, you have a twenty-four. He gets a twenty-four. Uh, so plus... let me. No, it's twenty-four. It's just plus one. Disable a device. Let's look that up. Here we go. Now here's the good news. You only triggered the device on a critical failure. Mm. You failed, but you don't. You don't set off the device. So far, so good. You can try again. Yeah, I'm going to try again. Okay, you're trying to roll deactivate the panel. Number. Here we go. You get to roll. He's like, all right. Cut the blue right. wire. Hold my breath. <sighs> 26. Wait, wait, wait. There's a whole bunch of rolls going on. Oh, that's uh, my athletics shit. 26. And uh. you don't succeed again, but it doesn't go off. You're, you're uh. trending in the right direction. Now you want to try to cut the green wire? Third time's the charm. I'm glad there's not con- uh, uh, minuses for try. Uh... No, not at all. It's only two actions, too. God dang. 25. Right, you got the 24, the 25, 26. You got all those numbers covered. Mm. Not setting off the trap, but you're not taking... Oh, it was a blue wire. That's not good. You sneeze in the middle of it. And you almost set it off, but not quite. You're like, ooh, that was close. All right, going to try it again. There you go. Critical success. Critical success. 35. 35. Click. Okay, you managed to deactivate the panel on the bars to the right side. All right. The good news is they will no longer cheese grade you and kill you. The bad news is... Uh, there's still these really strong bars between you and the treasure. Oh, that's where I stepped <laughs> I, I, I have a solution to that, actually. Yeah. Okay. Before we get to that, let's just do the the, the bars on the left. So the we west get, side. Yeah, okay. yeah, or on the west side, just so we can uh, yeah, do sure. one thing at a time. Are you sure you want to do that? Yes, we I do. Could, we, we could have half the treasure. It's treasure. Okay, so that's 28. 28. That's got to be good. Almost. You're yeah, almost dead. You're like, Early. so close. So close. Not quite, though. You're like, oh, I, I almost got it. So close. There you go. 32. 33. <laughs> Click. Both disabled. Who's this Dougie? What's going on? He's hitting All like right. crazy. He's doing massive damage. He's disabling. That's a lot of tries. Complex <laughs> traps. Gomez, what's your thoughts on this? What is yeah, I, actually, well, first I need to know uh, how small the SOB to be able to fit through the bars. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mr. Oh, Grasshopper. Um, like six inches. Like six inches. Oh. Like I used my like. Unfortunately, I did use my scroll. Your the, pest form. My is pest used. form scroll. I did use my pest form. But six inches. Let me see. Because all right. So here, here's my thought. Feather token. I have feather token chest. 
Feather token chest is a tiny chest that you say some you say uh, it transforms into a big chest, and then you could load ten bulks worth of items into that chest, and then close it, and then it transforms into a key, like a tiny key. So my thought was, if I could find a Memphit that's small enough, give him the chest, tell him to <laughs>、oh, to、nice. to load everything in it, turn it into a key, toss it through the toss it through the gates, pocket it, and we go. Wow, how how smart are methods? They're smart. They're, oh, they're, that's they're, good. Yeah, they're pretty smart. I could bend bars, but、uh, I'd like to do a bend bar competition with with Lomang. But I love that idea.、Um, is that cost money for you to do that? It costs me. I mean, it's the price. Like I'd have to buy a new chest, but those that that's pennies, comparatively speaking. Right. So you、minute. can only do it on one side because bent bent yeah, bars yeah, is yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd only be able to do it on one side. I like that idea. Let's see, but I have to find a have to, like, and how? So, what size category could fit through the things? Oh, it would be the smallest, whatever the smallest is. Yeah, we'd have to find something tiny. Whatever's is that the yeah, lowest? An Air Memphis is small. Where you summon it on the yeah, other you, side? Yeah, you just about, summon it on、oh, the other、true. side. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, summon it on the other side. Of course, actually, that's absolutely right. I'll just summon it on the other side. <laughs> that is absolutely one hundred percent correct. All right, so wait,、uh, let me. Let me Let me see. What's what's an appropriate thing? Well, well, man, go ahead.、Uh, try to bend bars on one side, while he does the other one. Okay. Let's see what you can do. Prove your worth. Okay. There's literally no bend bars. You literally just attack the bars. You、oh, don't、really? do athletics or something. You just attack them and try to just punch them to death. I thought there was、do. though. On、uh... not for this, there's not. They have a hardness. They have and they have hit points. And that's it. Wow, you're right. I mean, there is. Yeah, I suppose we could shove it, but that's not going to work. Okay. Well, I can tell you right now is that if Lomang wants to just spend some time, he's probably strong enough to punch the bars and, and break and, them. And Dougie, just and Dougie. Well, Dougie doesn't. It, it doesn't work with your weapons because the bar hardness. The hardness alone is fifteen. So you have to do, <laughs> you have to do 16 points of damage just to do one point of damage, and it's immune to critical hits and precision damage. So I don't know if you would have enough. Because, because、uh, your yeah, your damage a lot of it's precision special sneak attack. I, I, I could make、time. it a warhammer if it, it takes me one hit round. To so I can't devise a, a, a stratagem against the bars. <laughs> I guess not. You'll have、But、gas you... terrible. You should be able to. I mean, I'd have a cold iron、uh, warhammer if I wanted to. Can you make it two-handed? No, it's limited to、uh, one-handed. Like that's why I shifted it to my mall. My mall was two-handed, but there are only、um, there's no two-handed finesse weapons. Right.、Um, I think there is. I think it's a sword cane. I don't know. There's some reason why I didn't want to take the sword cane because that was、uh, Gomez's thing. So, or、uh, but like, let's、Basil's、say,、thing. what's your strength?、Uh, it's like nineteen. Is it striking? The weapon striking. I can make it striking. Yes, it is striking. Okay, so I guess you could do. You probably, you actually could probably do more damage than me then, because if you're doing one d eight, then plus your strength, you're actually doing two d eight plus your strength. Average is nine plus what five? Yeah, fourteen. I mean, yeah, we're both we're kind of both in the same boat. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna take a while, but I think we can do it. But we're not on the clock though. That's you a have good two、thing. of those feather. Token chests, things. Is everyone ready? Yeah. Yep. 
ready for John to get squished by the bars. So, uh, not the, me. The traps have been disabled, and it looks like the, you you figure there's two options. Lowman can probably spend maybe ten minutes punching the bars and making them big enough so that someone can go through them. However, that's probably going to make a ton of noise. Or you can use the Gomez option, which will use resources, but will be very quiet. The Gomez option is great, but we can only use it for half the side, right? Let's do one Gomez option yeah. first. I like that idea. Let's, I always see Gomez go with this crazy stuff. That's All right. right. Yeah, it's, it's, I like it. It's not really that... It's not that crazy. It's... Uh, I, I summon, you know what? I summon the same water Memphis that uh, helped us so much to put out the fire in that hotel. Do you yes. remember his name? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, God. Hold on. You had it before. You said it. You did. And it, it, it was quite good. ornate it was, because it was good. water Memphis had ornate names. I don't remember specifically what it was, but I was listening to that episode a few weeks ago. Oh, and he on, gave it a on, fairly grandiose name with a bunch of titles. I know. I'm like, where was it? Ah, here we are. Wait, 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 wait. I like believe. Pokemon. I call ye. I call I, you. I believe it was Rhyme Lord of the Eternal Chill, Lord of Icicles. It might have been that. <laughs> I like that. Even that if it wasn't, that, I might, I want that, that might have been it. That might have been it. That sounds familiar, actually. So, Rhyme Lord, uh, I know you looks like I've imprisoned you in a cell, but I'm going to release you immediately. Here, take the, take this small chest. It now becomes a big chest. Boom. All right, load as load ten bulk worth of items to that chest. Load everything you can to that chest, and then uh, close the lid. And then when it turns into a key, toss it back to me, and then be on your way. Yes, master. Goes in. He just throws all this garbage in there. There's like urns, incense holders, candelabras, lamps, lanterns. This is, this is the side. This is the sensors. side with the wait, wait. But just like, just to clarify a point that I think is obvious, but maybe we should make sure. We wanted that armor with the dark with the, with sure. the low light vision yeah we'll start with that side that's, that's the side so okay. so that, they both, they, they, both pay, pay special attention to that piece and then both boom. sides have magic so nice. you, you will get you get the chain you'll get the fireballs there's some up on the other side though gomez sees in the corner of his eyes there's some uh, there's some feather tokens on the other really? side. Yeah, uh, the the grass it is always greener. <laughs> <laughs> and the great irony has... is the great irony would be if one of them is the other chest. That'd be that's true. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I don't know if I. Oh, have that would those. be an, that would be great. Oh my god, that would be hilarious if it, if there actually was one of these. I chests have to in make a special one. trip just to get that. The funny thing is, I don't know if he has these. He's like, wait, are those Pokemon that I don't have already? Are these limited edition, limited edition te- feather to- or tokens. They're Holog- platinum. Holographic. They're platinum. <laughs> Ones that you can only get from Gen Con. <laughs> yes. And also there are vials potions. on the other side and potions and stuff. Yep. But you did get the Moonlit Chain. You got another, I believe, Necklace of Fireballs Type 1. I got two of them. I think Gomez should. Oh, that's and right. you got relics that are worth something. You're not sure what, but you got enough to be worth something. It probably bring them belongs to and... a museum. Yeah, well, you could actually sell it to the museum and get money for <laughs> that's it. Right, so exactly. <laughs> that right, technically well, belongs in the crypt that it's actually in now. But... Uh, technically, <laughs> we're going to well, mention that. Well, this okay. guy is long dead. It's forgotten. It's. Well, that and that's that type of stuff. Unless we want to deal with the logistical hassle of 
pocketing all the actual trash, all the actual stuff, it has to stay a key until we're out of here. Yeah, yeah, keep it as a key. But I, I would take. Oh, you're right. That's true because you can't. Uh... Yeah, we can't. We can't open it up and get anything right. out of it. Yeah, so I already have chainmail plus one, so the only difference would be silver, which is kind of an upgrade. So I guess like like if we and the if lighting we, effect thing, like ba- basically it's yeah. all moot. And we deal with it when we leave. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. All I mean, I don't know anyone else who would even wear that chain, to be honest. Oh, right. oh right. technically, I think I could, but I, oh. but I got so much stuff recently that I, I'm not going to push hard on it. It's also worth wants it. 360 gold pieces. That's right. Yeah, it's also worth money, too, for everyone. Like the sound of money. Money, yeah, money, money. All right, so what are we going to do about this other side? Well, there's the noisy method. Punch drunk. I think that punch, Doug, punch. Ducky can use it, turn his thing into a hammer and can do 1d8, maybe. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you could. I mean, the thing is, you you would, you would could both do it, but it's just... It, this is I'm abstracting it. You can get through. Like, with enough time and effort, you are strong enough to get through the hardness, which is 15. So as long as you can consistently do more than 15 points of damage, you will eventually break these bars. It's just a matter of how much noise you make. Well, if we close both doors. Yes, you can close the doors. That would help. And do it. Or we can find out what that clopping is, yeah. kill it, and yeah. clear the area, and yeah. then who gives a fuck how I like much the idea. noise we Yeah, make. yeah, I agree with that. Definitely, let's clear it. Because we don't want that thing, like, cornering us in a small room. Yeah. I actually do want to rewind a little, Dougie. I'm bringing you back to the intersection because I want to um, read what you see. I, I said it, but actually it's important that I read All right. everything. So back to that intersection where there's the portcullis. It's like, wait, I see something! And Dougie runs back. To the north, a broad portcullis blocks the hallway, which ascends by way of shallow stone steps. East, the corridor terminates in a dense pile of stone rubble. That's the collapsed hallway. The doorway to the south of the wreckage is constructed in the same style as the rest of the level of this catacombs. The northern tunnel, by contrast, is roughly carved from the living rock and winds down steep earthen stairs, presumably to a lower level of the necropolis. And that is that little, like, uh, thing here. That right, that's saw. the thing that goes down. Yeah. Right. However, fixed to the wall between that tunnel, this, this area over here, and the porcolis is a brass plain box about two feet square and one foot deep, in the center of which is a vertical slot. So it looks like a box with a large vertical slot in it, and you're like, okay, that's obviously mechanical. Hmm. Is that probably opens up the portcullis, maybe? Could be. Where is that box? Where is that on the map? That is right here. Oh, he passed it up. Yeah, he passed it up. Okay. So there's a box right there. I think we table that also now yeah right? let's get that clopping yeah i just wanted to make sure that's important that you notice this this brass box and you probably guess that somehow controls the portcullis because there's um the portcullis you're not getting through that easily <laughs> like that that that's super reinforced like these bars it looked like they were using the trap to do most of the heavy lifting the portcullis, on the other hand, looks like it's super heavily reinforced, and you're going to have to use, like, industrial strength tools to get through that thing. So, just warning you. All right. Anyhow, you get half of the treasure, and... We yep. need to spring the bank robbers out of jail and have them do it. <laughs> they could. 
Okay, what you gonna do? You leave the other half for another day. I'm gonna uh, put my crossbow away. I'm gonna take out my moderate mist form elixir and have that at the ready. Okay. Oh, uh, you got that ready. That's right. I mean, Good. actually, the, the which one's the cheaper one? The lesser one, right? I use the lesser one. Yes, so, yeah, well, the that one would that get us rounds. through the bars. That's for sure. No, no, it doesn't. It just gives you obscuring. It, oh, it gives you twenty percent mist chance. All right, so I don't like coughing in my dungeon. So. Yep. You guys ready to uh, mosey out of here? I'm ready. You do like clopping? Okay, well, no, then I have clopping. I have stuff for you. Let me tell you. There's I mean, no maybe clop. it's a mount for us. Uh, is it to it's the north mount. or the south? It's to the west. Oh, dear. Oh, my. You continue to the west, past the hexagonal room. To the north, you see a very long hallway that ends in a set of double doors. Do we see 60 feet or 120 feet with dark vision? For you, it's 120 feet. It's 60 clear and 60. So you're kind of seeing what's going on. This is like a large loop. You're starting to get the hang of it. Like, okay, like you kind of have gone around in a very, very large loop. And to the south of you is back to statues. Looks like you've gone up north about, I don't know, 60 feet going to the west about 100 feet and you see corridors and dougie here's the clopping coming from up oh, stop oh no <laughs> that's all you, you need to attention. get that's as far as you got that's as far as dougie gets and dougie sees what's causing the clopping it's clip, a pony clop. a clip, pretty clop. pony clip clop is clip. it a pair of coconuts banging them together. <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh my! Oh no, it's not. You see, oh, <laughs> oh, baby! I have to prepare. This one is three pages long. Really? Let me oh ask. My God! Here we go. You see, floating. And clopping on the air. It's a combination of floating and clopping. You see a restless and terrible undead creature wandering through the halls. You see a headless horseman clad in full plate with spears on its side with a massive bastard sword in its hand and riding air and smoke. Oh, it looks like a nightmare but that is yep and i will tell you that you're in trouble because there's artwork for it that is the sign of you being in trouble (laughs) a handout that is what you see in handouts look at that thing oh man wait what's going on with his head dear he has no head he's a headless horseman what is that though it looks like there's weirdness Oh, it's actually. Oh, that's his shoulder epaulette. Wow. Okay. It gotcha. looks oh, yeah, like yeah. he has had the. Um, oh man. Uh, Mandarin technique uh, performed on him. Oh no! I don't like horse. this thing already. Is it a ghost? What is it? Wait, what kind of role is that to know what it is? Is that an occult role? If I heard role for combat, I would say stop. You violated the law. <laughs> because I want to try to demoralize it. Gomez, go arrest that thing. Oh, is oh, it's going to be under arrest. Do you have a permit for that mount? Roll for combat! Stop, you violated the law. <laughs> Stop, you violated the law. Gotta put a little more oomph into it. That's, like, not gonna work. 
You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.